What is up, BAP community? We are here in week 12 here in Happy Valley where the number seven Ohio State Buckeyes are coming on with their undefeated record to take on the number 16 ranked Penn State in a solid week of games. Definitely another good Pac-12 battle as we had a great one last week that we will get into. First things first, what we're going to get into is we are going to first announce that nobody is undefeated anymore in our picks due to the big upset of Oregon and Kyler Collins and them taking down Cal. Atlas is no longer undefeated, and neither is Barnett, but Barnett also took the LSU game, which he... Lost that one too. It was a bold strategy so, for sure, but uh, yeah. but you know you got to take those kind of stretches. You got to take those leap that leap of faith. You know, just to, you know, I had to keep the undefeated streak. You know, it was a good attempt. Upsets Definitely. happen. Just upsets happen in a different game. So this is what it so is. So the crew is back, and later in the episode we will be bringing in a special guest. So stay tuned to that. So let's start off with this LSU game. A really really ugly matchup. A game where I expected Joey Bowden to come out and possibly put his name in the Heisman watch, and he did the exact opposite. He um, didn't really show up at all. He pretty much got dominated at home. That Alabama defense was dominant. The Alabama offense really didn't even do, show up that much, but it was just an ugly game where there's not even much to say. Just Alabama showed out to be the better team on the road. Does anybody have anything really to say about this one? Um, I mean, LSU's defense, really, they really just shut down uh, Alabama's offense in the first half and then just, I guess, lost it. I don't know what happened. Yeah. 20 points. Another yeah. sign of jo- what Georgia did with Florida just uh, the week prior. Yeah. A pretty good defensive first half and break fell off. No, you could say well, I was – go ahead. No, you got it. Oh, I was just going to say I was kind of impressed with – uh, LSU's defense and their ability to limit the damage of what Bama could have done because Bama missed two yeah. field goal attempts. And so that could have, if they would have capitalized on those opportunities, they easily could have been 17-7 halftime. But I said it was 7-3. So you could say it was a little bit of, of LSU's defense, but also Bama having a lot of miscues. And that's, they mm-hmm. completely flipped that around the second half. So I was kind of stuck a really ugly game, which I don't even really want to talk about too much, but this is the game I do want to talk about. The number 12 Oregon Ducks going into Cal, beating the Cal Bears, who are no longer undefeated, and remain, as they were the last <clears throat> remaining undefeated team in the Pac-12, right? Yes, sir. Yep. We have no more undefeated Pac-12 teams. Oregon Ducks put themselves on the map this week. Kyler Collins coming out clutch at the end with which we will talk about a little bit, but anybody got a little overview of this game? Anything to talk about? Um, I'm just super impressed with Kyler Collins because he had to play against some of the best DNs in the country in Grisham James and uh, Jones, but I just think he needed this game to put himself on the Heisman candidate race, and I think he did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. I just – I was impressed. Yeah, you – I was just impressed with the Oregon offense. I mean, every single time Cal took the lead, they came right back and scored, and they really kept their defense in the game, and they was just a really high-scoring matchup, and Cal's defense just couldn't get a stop considering they had a lot of stars in the game playing on defense. Definitely. Coming into this game, I knew that the strong point of that 
Oregon defense, aka their secondary, was going to have to show up somewhat to give them a chance, and they for sure showed up. I believe they had two interceptions, from, or did they only have one? I know Milo Jones had a pick. Did Zaire Gonzalez have a pick? Zaire Gonzalez was not mentioned. It was just Milo. TJ okay. Macy had a pick. I think he yeah, had... TJ Macy did. But I knew that they Oregon would have to create a turnover on defense, especially in the secondary, and they got one. And that showed out because they then returned that with a Kyler Collins to Marco Thomas touchdown, which gave them the lead entering the fourth. Um, you it's know, that a, script. Holy very shit. high scoring game. Uh, what we probably would have expected between two pretty good offenses and two Heisman caliber quarterbacks. But here's the question Is Oregon a legit team? Uh, Barnett, you want to take us this one? Uh, yeah, I, I'm seeing them firsthand and having this game. I think they were legit. I took them as serious as serious could be. I mentioned last week that we had to play our absolute best game to win. And unfortunately, we just came up a little too short. Uh, Kyler Collins put up five touchdowns against us last year. So I was well aware of how good he was. And his heroics, you know, showed up once again, especially late in the game, leading the team down and then eventually kicking the game-winning field goal. Um, yeah, very impressed with Collins. Uh, he should have received more Heisman buzz prior to this, and then after this, he will probably be put in the Heisman watch. So, Atlas, I have a question for you. Is Oregon possibly able to contend for maybe the sixth or fifth playoff spot, maybe? Um, I mean, they they have to go. They have to go through USC to get there, and I just. I don't know if they have a – I mean, they obviously have a shot. I mean, USC's been inconsistent so far. So, I mean, just depends on Kylo Collins and that offense, I believe. Yeah. Stuart, I have a question for you. Is Cal – does this game almost put Cal out of the playoff race, possibly? I think with this loss, I still think they're very much in the race. I think Cal still has a top-six team in the country, and I think they're going to make it to the – Pac-12 championship, and I think they're going to... Is that possible? Unless, like, uh, because wasn't Oregon a one-loss Oregon has to play Washington, I believe. If they lost to Washington, then Cal okay. would jump. And then if Oregon wins, beats Washington, they're in the Pac-12 championship, yes, right? So then here's a question. Wait, uh, does California yeah, what, play USC? Uh, not during no, the regular probably season. Not. Damn. If, what happens if Cal goes... Doesn't make the championship with one loss, they that would that would they would be putting a lot on the championship games because they wouldn't be out, but they would need things to go their way, and they wouldn't be able to have a chance to really show out. So that would be very tough. Mm. Now I got now I got one question. Let me know if anybody can answer this. So I watch looking at that LSU game. Why? What went wrong with them? Why is LSU not as good as many people believe they were going to be this year? I just think I just think yeah, their offense has just not been what people were expecting it to be. Like you don't see any wide receivers really taking. They have so many wide receivers, and you don't see any really taking charge and being the main person. And then Joey Bowden, I mean, he had to step up in three big games all year, and he didn't in any of those games. So no, he did against the Texas A&M, in Texas A&M, but 
he hasn't decided that. I don't think their defense is quite there yet. Um, I think we may have overstated the defense a little bit at the beginning of the year. And although they did only give up seven points at halftime or three points at halftime, you also have to include two missed field goals, which if Bama finishes a drive, it's much ended better. Up blowing it in the exactly. So. All right, so that, we're going to move on from the Week 11 game. Um, well, no, wait one second. We are actually going to do the player spotlights where I will start it up, and I'm going to go with an obvious selection here. Kyler Collins going on the road, beating his team against one of the most talented teams in the country, getting the win against the Cal Bears. And he finished off with, I want to say, two passing three, and, and one rushing touchdown. Yeah, I believe so. Could, might be wrong there. And he had the game-winning drive leading them down the field to get the field goal. And that's going to put them over the top and put them in contention now. Um, who else has a player spotlight for me? Um, I picked uh, Dak Mayfield. Uh, he had nine tackles, two interceptions, and one pick six, and a dominant win against Vandy to reassure that Florida team is legit. Yeah. Took. I had... Zay Walker um, from Penn State. He had five catches, 98 yards, and three touchdowns against Michigan. And I think he's one of those players that's on the cusp of a Heisman chance. And I think he's really turned around this Penn State team the second half of the year. I'm going to go with Aiden Fazente out of Memphis. Um, Obviously, they had one of their bigger games this year against UCF, um, although UCF is not – um, up to where I think their potential could be. They're a young team. Uh, they'll have some better games. They, had a good they did have a good class. So next year they'll definitely be much more improved. Um, Brought in a five-star running Exactly. Year. And then they have, I think they have Cincinnati later in the year, so that'll be a good challenge for them. But I was really impressed with Vicente throwing six touchdowns on a relatively big stage. So it's good for him. Yeah. All right. Now we are officially moved on from Week 11. We are going to talk about some Week 12 stuff now. Um AP poll, don't really like touching too much up on that. But if anybody has anything to say about it, let me know. Wisconsin did drop out of the top 25, though. Yeah. And that's been the first time in a while that they've not been in the top 25. So that's yeah. notable. I do find it interesting that Alabama bounced Texas and leaped over them into the fifth spot. But, I mean, Texas was coming off a of bye week, so. No, they beat, they beat Baylor. Oh, yeah, they did. Detailed. And pretty convincingly. But I guess that road Alabama went in Death Valley is convincing enough. Yeah. And, I mean, Texas, Alabama's one loss does come to the number three team in the country where Texas is, comes from Ohio State, who I don't agree with the fact that they're at seven and Texas is at six when they are undefeated and Texas is not. Ohio State, NC State is undefeated. And does anyone know NC what State's wins right now? Like key wins, they play Louisville. They lost. Also, Louisville. they lost. They lost. I don't think they played anyone. I think Oregon. I don't think they played anyone. Oregon should be they ahead of them, I believe. Yeah. And even zero. you could even make an argument Cal should be ahead of them. But I, I'm very much with Ohio State over Texas when Ohio, when Texas is one loss is Ohio State and Ohio State is undefeated. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. I honestly think Ohio State has the potential to win the Big Ten this year. Mm-hmm. I think they could. They're going to need to play a defensive battle, keep it low scoring against Minnesota in the, in the Big Ten Championship, which is probably what's going to happen. Yep. 
All right, so we're going to move on from that. We're going to talk about some of the games this week. We, first games we are going to talk about is the number 24, Oklahoma State, going on the road to play number 25, Ohio State. I mean, Iowa State, led by Coach Stewart. Um, I mean, here's a game where two teams trying to pretty much make it to play Texas in the Big 12 championship. There's, there's a lot on the line, even though it's not two of the more of the top teams in the country. Does anybody have anything to say about this one? Um, I mean, two teams that are similar in aspects. I think Montreal Bozeman's the key player on Oklahoma State and uh, the safety senior Zach Willis. But, uh, and ISU actually has a couple of good players like um, R.J. Jenkins and uh, Adam Horowitz, I think. And their defense is pretty uh, good, too, with Zaquan Lawrence and Jadavian Brewer. It's a pretty even matchup. Yeah. All right, we're going to move on from that one. And we are going to talk about number 20, Georgia, trying to get their bounce-back win after – blowing it against Florida, which a game they had going on the road to play Auburn. Another tough road SEC game for this young Georgia team going against a primarily young Auburn team. I mean, not as young, but they do have a young some younger pieces, but they are ranked number 13 in the country. Uh, Barnett, you got Oh, I'm really, really interested to see how Georgia, like you mentioned, is able to bounce back an emotional, tough loss on the road. And you got to go back on the road once again to play against a, a pretty good Auburn team. I'm, I'm very interested to see how they start this game, whether they come out flat from last week or whether they're motivated and hyped up enough to be ready to go for this Auburn game. Yeah, definitely. Um, does. Do you, Stuart, do you see anybody on either team maybe having a breakout game, possibly? Well, I think for Georgia, I think it's either going to be Steve Phillips or it's going to be Ringo Maximus. I mean, they've both Ringo been... Maximus has broken out this year. He yeah, has absolutely. very good games. Even though the team has a one, yeah. he's been playing really well. They, I think know, he's going to... Yeah, I think he's going to stay dominating just like he is. But I think Steve Phillips might have a breakout game. With Dirtwater Jones. Solid. All right. We move to the Pac-12 where Stanford's going on the road playing USC, who's trying to keep their un- – no, wrong. One loss. We keep only one loss going into the Pac-12 championship game, trying to put their name in there. Um, Barnett, you got anything to say about your Pac-12 foes? I'm really up? interested to see because we had we had to find out it was Stanford for real against Oregon. They played a good game, but they came just short. Now you've got a USC team that is elite at just about every single level of the field, and you've got a lot of inexperience in that in that secondary, especially a lot of inexperience all around the board, especially on the road at USC. I'm really interested to see if the Stanford yeah. team can break out and show me something. Because right now they have not shown me a, a ton that I'm extremely impressed with yet. Definitely. All right. So I think that's about all that needs to be said about that one. Will uh, quarterback Dom Wilson of the, of the Stanford Cardinals be able to game manage against a pretty solid USC squad? We'll see. 
But now we're going to move on to the game that we're here for. Here in Happy Valley, we got Ohio State playing against Penn State, which Penn State has had a rough schedule this year. And some of the times they have not looked too solid. But their last big game, they did play strong. They got the win against Northwestern. But that's only after getting beat up by Minnesota and Alabama, two top six teams in the country. Will Leo Woods be able to have his breakout Big Ten East game against Ohio State, which has a pretty suffocating but young defense, and they're going in to play in Happy Valley. Atlas, do you have anything to say about your um, former team? I'm interested to see how Leo Woods plays, obviously. I mean, uh, Iowa State has a very talented uh, secondary, and uh, I want to see if Zay Walker can find cracks in that uh, secondary, and Lee Woods just has to find him, like I said, against Northwestern. Highlight matchup there, Juice Miller, former number one recruit, going head-to-head against top and pretty much the best or eight, or one of the best with Zaire Lynch, top receivers in the country. Um, it's going to be a great matchup uh, in the secondary. Um, Stewart, do you have anything to say about this one? Yeah, I think there's one key player on – Penn State, they could really make an impact, and I think that's Smash Williams. You don't really see him being talked that much, but I think he learned a lot from Barry, and I think that he's going to have a great game against Ohio State this week. All right. Um, So that's about it. We are going to move on to our picks, which we – Bringing in a guest, so while we wait, does anyone have anything to say currently about the current situation of Bat or any new news or transfer look or transfer watch or anything? I think it's crazy that there's been this many upsets this year. I don't think I've seen this many before. Yeah, Especially with the yeah. 16 playoff. I think the 16 playoff is making an impact on, yeah. on how the rest of the BAP is going to work. Exactly. Yeah, it's way more All chaotic. All teams are feeling alive at every single point. A team like Oregon with the 14 playoff would have not felt alive, and I don't know if they would have come to play with as much as they did if there was if it was a 14 playoff where you know they could pretty much were eliminated. Now that Oregon team is 100 percent alive in playoff contention, and as young as they are, and as much as you wouldn't want to believe it, that Oregon team could be a playoff contender. Yeah, got a lot of good teams on the um, cusp, and only I think only like yeah. I don't know, yeah. but uh, one of those top five SEC teams are going to get knocked out, whether it's Alabama, Missouri, or Florida. And I'm curious to see who slides yeah. in at that point, whether yeah. it's Ohio State. Well, I mean, Louisville. I believe I believe Missouri and Florida are going to have to play in the regular season. Because they're both SEC East teams, and the one that the one that loses probably won't end up making it to the playoffs because they won't even have a chance to make a name for themselves in the SEC championship game. See and now, but let's say Alabama if, like, loses possible. to Florida and Missouri loses but, to Florida in yeah. the in the uh, SEC championship. Yeah. I mean that could mean out. only one SEC team. Okay, but say. Missouri loses to Florida and then Alabama wins out. What do you do? Because Alabama's only losses to Missouri. No, wait. Missouri, no, you said Missouri loses to Florida. Yeah. Right? So they're yeah. Missouri. 
Mizzou loses to Florida, mm-hmm. and Bama wins out. So they're all one loss schools. It's like uh, Florida, yeah. Alabama, and yes, yes, yeah. That well, I mean, Missouri. Florida. Here's how I gotta look at it: winning. Alabama lost their game early in the year, and that is definitely has some effect. You know, teams not fully in their in full shape yet. And the, if you win the conference, you've got to be in. So Alabama has to be in. And then it comes down to head-to-head matchup. I mean, Florida beat Missouri. They were the better team that day. And at that point, you, you know, they got to be in. Yeah. From my perspective. True. I'm kind of trying to revert back to Ohio State Penn State for just a second. Something that's really notable to look at, both of these okay. backfields are freshmen. Tennyson, Verity, Woods and Williams are all freshmen going into a big time atmosphere with, you know, Penn State's secondary and defense being a little more experienced than Ohio State's. But I'm going to want to see how many flaws are going to be. This could be a sloppy game similar to Bama LSU just from the fact that there's youth at two very important positions on offense. So that's something that I'd probably take a look at. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a, hmm, any, any upset alerts for this week, possibly, of a ranked team playing an unranked team and maybe on the, ver- um, maybe could lose. Anybody see any of that this week? Uh... I think the closest one would be Northwestern Wisconsin. That's what I'm thinking, but I I just I, don't know what yeah. the state of Wisconsin is. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, one game I'm looking at, and if this happens, I don't know what the future of this program would look like. What if Notre Dame goes into I mean Death Valley and beats LSU? That's that an interesting one. Devastating for LSU. As I think I can keep it close, here. but okay, we're back. Some technical difficulties. We uh, cannot get our special our special guest in yet. We he will be, but they are not allowing more than four people in the podcast. But it will be all right. We'll we'll get them in eventually. But for now, we're just going to do our picks with our crew. We're going to start off with Indiana at Michigan. Um, Indiana team, very active coach, you know, he's hungry, wants to win, going up against Saint, who's just a GOAT, and um, definitely, definitely going to lead that Michigan team to a championship one day. Um, let's get your pick, Barnett. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Indiana. Uh, I like what they have. They have a, a solid offense all around, you know, Dylan Metcalf. Uh, was had a pretty good breakout game a couple weeks ago. I believe in him. I trusted him. And I think even though it's on the road, in the shoe, I think Indiana gets the job done. All right, sounds good. Oh, wait, the shoe? It's a big house. The shoe's Ohio State, Barnett. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. God damn it. You know what? <laughs> you, you big, know house. What fucking <laughs> big house. Stuart. Um, I'm going to have to go with Indiana as well. I think they're going to perform well against, and I th- I just think they're going to win. Um, I'm going to go with um, Michigan at home. Just a more right. talented roster. I think they'll get the job done. Stuart, where was your pick again? Indiana. 
right. We are going to move on to... One second. We'll move on to Oklahoma at Baylor. Baylor coming off a tough loss last week. Pretty much got beaten down by that Texas squad. Brutal first half. Barnett, do you have? Do you think they bounce back? I think the Baylor Bears do bounce back. I like what Malcolm Workman was doing, especially um, toward earlier in the first, well, towards the second half. A little bit was getting a little. Uh, Low pressure off of him. Had some had a great running back and Stoops Stoops as well. Um, and they're at home, and I'm sure it's going to be a, a big time environment for them. I think they get the job done over a pretty good Oklahoma team. So mm. give me Baylor. Sounds good. I mean, Malcolm Workman did do good in the second half, but Texas might have brought him back up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't, we'll see. We'll see this week. Yeah. He'll be back at home. We'll see. Hopefully, he bounce back for him. Stewart. I also think that Baylor is going to get this W. I think they're going to bounce back after their loss. And I think Workman's going to have a really good game against Oklahoma. And I just think they're going to win. Uh, I also have Baylor. I think that Workman's going to play well again and Stoops and all of them. I think they're going to bounce back. Sounds good. We're going to move into our first scripted game. Big matchup. Two ranked teams from the Big 12, Oklahoma State, led by Montreal Bozeman, the dominant cornerback, one of the better ones in the country, against number 25, Iowa State. Who we got here, Barnett? I'm going to go Iowa State with this one. I think it's just it's a matchup of a strength versus a weakness, and the weakness of Oklahoma State is a front seven, and Iowa State's main strength is R.J. Jenkins, um, who I again bring yeah. mentioning a week after week. Might have a man crush on him. I don't know. The point is, dude's really good, um, and I think he's going to have a big day. He's going to be the X factor, and he's going to be the reason why Iowa State wins. And another weakness, I mean, strength on weakness is um, Oklahoma State. No coach against the strength of Ohio, Iowa State. Pretty good coaching, Coach Stewart. Yes, sir. Active. He tries to get the best out of his team, and that's again, and he's going up against no coach. So the players will be calling plays. Montrell Bozeman will be calling up the defense. I don't know how that's going to go, to be honest. <laughs> oh, Do it. Let's hear your pick. I, I'm going to go with Iowa might, State. Montrell Bozeman might just call um, an all out blitz because it's too easy. The, just my, just my defensive coordinator and cornerback. Montrell Bozeman. Yeah. I think it's going to be a shootout. Although I do think Montreal Bozeman will lock up Montreal Bossman. I think R.J. Jenkins will take over the ball game, and ISU will win by two scores. All right. Uh, I feel like if it's a shootout, Oklahoma State can pull through because if it's a shootout, I believe Montreal Bozeman will come up and make a big play like he does because he's just about that. Mm-hmm. All right, we got Georgia bounce back game possibly against Auburn, who, um, you know, just kind of laying low, but are still a top fifteen team. Barnett. Ringo Maximus' hard work is finally going to come into play. Give me the Bulldogs over the Tigers. I think Phillips has steps out in some kind of way. He has a pretty solid game, but it's going to be Ringo Maximus who's going to completely take over in the second half. He gets them over the top. Big win for the Bulldogs over the Tigers. Give me Georgia. All right, Georgia it is. 
we got Stewart's pick. I also agree with that pick. I'm going to go with Georgia. I think this is going to be a statement game for them coming off that loss to Florida. I think they all have a chip on their shoulder and have something to prove. And I think Phillips, Dirtwater, and Ringo are all going to have great games, and they're going to propel that Georgia offense to win against Auburn. When you said something to prove, I just kind of just singing in my head right there. <laughs> I had my I had my little I had my little little baby. Baby. kick in Atlas. I also agree that Ringo Maximus will have a big game after shredding apart Florida's defense, which is a very talented front seven. I think he's just going to do even better this week and lead Georgia to victory, especially with Steve Phillips' help. We are going with a clean sweep of the underdog, but probably for the talent they have, a twenty the 20th ranked team, I mean, it's just really gotten to the point where their schedule has uh, beat them up a little bit, having to go against two of the top teams in the top three, I want to say, teams in the country. And it's beaten them up a little bit. And now they're at, sitting at 20 with the young squad, and they really got to have a bounce-back week to uh, show that they're legit. All right, we're going to move – to the Pac-12, where we got USC going to be playing a Julian Quintero-led Stanford offense. Can we see another Pac-12 upset this week? Nope. Uh, just plain and simple. I, I like Stanford's future. Um, USC is just way too much. Stanford's quote-unquote Miracle run is going to come to an end, and it's going to be bad. I think they lose by 20. I, I think USC pours it on. All right. I also think it's going to be a blowout. I think Roman Ferraz is going to have a really good game, and I think USC is going to just kill Stanford. All right. Uh, um, I mean – Looking at USC's secondary, I think they just shut everything down for Stanford, especially with that young passing offense and just young offense in general. And I think Roman Faraz will obviously shut right apart that defense as he's a Heisman. The complete disrespect to your top 15 team in the country by all of you guys. I cannot I believe it. Shout out to Coach shout Coleman, though, bringing together shout a pretty to solid squad. I, just I believe don't think it's yet. that. I believe that they are going to come out and they are going to shock the world. Not yet. Look at Coleman, man. So inspirational. So inspirational. All right. We're going to move to the game of the week, baby. Here we are. Happy Valley. Biggest game of the week. We got Ohio State coming into the whiteout atmosphere. Coming to play the Leo Woods led offense of Penn State. Who's going to win, Barnett? You know, we had mentioned it earlier in the show, Zay Walker versus Juice Miller. That is the go-to wide receiver corner matchup. Really, really like both squads in general. But in the end, it's going to be led by Trayvon Grizzly Jr., Jordan Barnett, and King White. The defense shutting down Ohio State's relatively young offense in the end. Give me the Nittany line. Go with the upset. Penn State, baby. We are. Great pick, Lee Corso. Now, Stewart, who do we got? 
I found it interesting that both teams have a really young backfield. They're all freshmen. And I just think whoever has the better game is going to win, and that's going to be Ohio State. I think Ohio State's going to win this one by a score. We got Atlas. Uh, I can predict the pick that's coming. These are two teams that are younger, I believe. I mean, maybe a little bit more experience on Penn State, but Penn State's more rebuilding, and Ohio State's more building up a a very big program. And uh, but I think that uh, Zay Walker is gonna win that matchup against Juice Miller, and the amount of wide receivers that Penn State has might overpower that young secondary on Ohio State. And I just think that the Indy Lions are gonna use that home field advantage and win the ball game. Sounds good. Now. Um, we're going to bring in a the special guest. Hopefully, this one time it works. So we're gonna sit here and wait. For him, I mean, what's what's he gonna say? I mean, what? what so let's look at. This Big Twelve game, I mean this Big Ten game. So, what are the futures of both teams depending on the results of this matchup? So, if Ohio State wins, what are the futures for both of those teams? Anybody got anything? I mean, this was a very close game last year, especially with the Penn State's talent last year going to the national championship. It was only a one point game, and I Ohio State's only gotten better, and Penn State's only gotten worse. So. But anyway, I just I just think that that home field advantage is really going to make or break this game, and I think Penn State's going to take advantage of that, especially after coming off a big win against Northwestern. I will say, I think Trey Tennyson coming into this game, again, redshirt freshman, big-time environment, uh, Trey Tennyson and Jackson Davis are two different animals. So I think that's quarterback play is going to be extremely – I don't know, though. Trey Tennyson has uh, not f- fallen down to any challenge yet. Beaten Texas. That is true. Yeah. Um, beaten Wisconsin when they weren't but broken Happy apart. But Happy Valley is a different environment, in my opinion. Loudest place in the country when they do the whiteouts. So. It is. It's a different yeah, As a beast. Michigan fan, I know what it's like to see a whiteout just absolutely shred the team. Damn right. As a Penn State fan, I'm, I'm – uh, Used to seeing these whiteouts. Pretty big fan of them. I actually am a Penn State fan in real life. What's up, Barry? Did Yo, am I inside of this bitch or nah? <laughs> Barry Sanders, <laughs> the Penn State GOAT, is in here on game day. About to talk some games this week with us. And he's going to talk about his team taking on undefeated Ohio State squad. Barry, you there? Yeah, I'm here, bro. I'm here. Before we start the picks, All right, so we're gonna I go... want to ask Barry about what he thought about his 30 for 30. Oh, well, honestly, bro, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, bro. yeah, definitely. I thought that that was so cool that Woods made that for me, bro. Like, I thought that that was pretty lit. Not gonna lie. It was sick. Put all my memories down. All right, so we already did – the crew already did all their picks, so now we want to hear yours. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some games. You, you can talk about them if you want, or you could just give me the team that you right, think bet. is gonna win. First game I'm gonna start off with is Indiana 
coming going into the big house, aka what Barnett would like to say is the horseshoe uh, because he doesn't uh, have his big ten. And Indiana against Michigan. Who do we got? I'm gonna go with I'm gonna say Michigan, bro. I'm gonna say Indiana. <laughs> they're just like I don't, they're not that good, bro. I mean, I know they got a coach. <laughs> they good, bro. But I gotta go with Saints, Michigan, bro. I'm sorry, but they're slept on, bro. That's a great pick. I like this energy. This energy. <laughs> That's a tremendous pick. All right, we're gonna go with Baylor at home playing Oklahoma after just getting their ass kicked by <laughs> hey, Texas. Hey. Who do we got? I mean, if I'm being honest, I I want Baylor to win this game just because I I like their head coach. But um, I do kind of feel like Oklahoma is gonna get this dub though. I just feel like it's gonna happen. All right, solid. We got top ranked matchup between Montrell Bozeman, as we were talking about, absolutely leading the team, calling the plays on defense, going to play Stewart's Iowa State squad. Who we got? Wait, you said – wait, what did wait, you say? Oklahoma State Oklahoma versus, State versus Iowa, State. Iowa State. Iowa State. I mean, Oklahoma State, didn't they just get a few recruits, Oklahoma State? But, like, didn't their head coach just leave? Their coach just left. No, yeah. their head coach yeah, quit. Yeah, so, I mean, all right, that's kind of tough for Oklahoma State there. Yeah, I'm going to have to go against Oklahoma yeah. State on that one, <laughs> Yeah. That we were talking about, Montreal Bozeman is calling the defensive plays this week for Oklahoma State. So let's hope that he knows what he's talking about. Out that there. is a big fact. Yeah, let's. Gonna... This will be his shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Montreal Bozeman is a future BAP coach, and maybe will lead a team to a championship. He does send very good voice pitches, <laughs> um, voice message pitches. Him and Coach Q are the goats of voice message mm-hmm. pitches. Very nice. All right. Georgia playing Auburn. Okay, this game is actually a pretty good one. I'm not going to lie. But I have my money on Georgia for, for many reasons. First of all, I see the running back that Maximus is about to be. I mean, I honestly, I personally think that he yeah. should stay another year. But if he decides to go to the draft, it wouldn't be too bad for him. But I think that they're going to come away yeah. with that win against Auburn because they're hungry after that Florida L. You know a thing or two about being good running back, too. Yeah, so when you say that, it's like, oh, well, you know. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, I mean, they got I know, Jamal Jeffries. I know Jeffries, a thing or two about like, Maximus' decision. He's older and he's better, I just feel like, right now. I mean, Jamal Jeffries, he'll be nice in the future. But right now, it's Maximus. Good pick, good pick. It's Maximus' time, definitely. All right, we got going into the Pac-12. Um, Stanford's going in to play USC. Who do we got? Oh, obviously USC. I mean, <laughs> USC is just going to win that game. I mean, I'd be really surprised if USC doesn't even go to the playoffs, like if they don't make the playoffs this year, just because I feel like they're so good. And they were really good last year, too. Surprised they lost to NC State last year. Yeah. I thought they would have been in the national championship. We'll, we'll see about that. We'll, we'll see about that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll see. We got – now here we are. We got Ohio State coming in, playing in the whiteout against your former team, the Penn State Nittany Lions, and some of your former teammates. Who's going to come out on top? 
I'm going to go with, obviously, this is just a no-brainer right here. Let's go fucking Lions, baby. They're going to fucking <laughs> win this shit, yo. They're going to actually, always you going to think they're all big coming in, and they're actually just going to get literally pounded, bro. I'm sorry. They're not going to do anything. They might think that they've got their defense on our offense right now, but I'm telling you, bro, Woods is going to have a game with Walker and fucking Justin, and it's just going to be game. It's going to be GG for OSU defense. And their offense isn't going to do anything. I'm sorry, OSU. I like Coach Ferris because he coaches me in the NFL, but Solid. PSU all the way, baby. You know where it's at. <laughs> that's what I like to see. Um, do you have anything to say about this game? Like, that's that's your squad. Like, you, you're gonna hype up this this Penn State uh, ha- Happy Valley. You're gonna hype yeah, up the fans here. In the locker room, what do you got to say? I'm still kind of one of the most active guys in that locker room. No lie. Like. <laughs> Not even saying anything, bro, but, yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, I just hope that they're good in the next upcoming years. I mean, there's nothing I could really do anymore. My time's done. I've, I've got that school in Addy. That's all I could ask for is that I at least brought them in Addy. So, I'm very happy with that, and I hope they can go yeah, out today definitely. and get a big dub. That's going to wrap it up. That is going to be our – Week 12 college football game day. We had a pretty good one, folks. I had a lot of fun with this episode. I thought it was a good one. And we are going to come back next week. And we got conference championships soon. That's going to be a very fun week. And this game will be a big one. PSU goes to that Big Ten championship. So I don't think think Ohio State's going to win again or lose again. Right? (laughs) Yeah. You think if OSU wins this, then they're going to lose? Because I think. No, if OSU loses, I think Penn OSU State loss. needs another loss. I mean, Penn State – I mean, OSU oh, needs another OSU, loss, oh, yeah, and I don't OSU's think that they have enough. Right now. Yes, sir, Mr. Barry. Yeah, and, and Penn State has and yeah, losses they lost to, to Minnesota and – So, yeah, they would be one and one on conference. So and who yeah, else did they lose to? That does kind of make sense. Wait, who else? They only lost one conference Wait, game. no, no, yeah, you're this, right. This could you're take right. them there. So, give – Actually, this this could take them to the Big Ten Championship game. So, we will see. Yeah, I know. I, well, I forgot that Penn State's other loss was to Bama. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, actually, so wait, they but still do gonna... have a chance, correct? Or... Yeah. They do have a full chance. Yes, so, they do. You were right. Best of luck to Barnett so... and the boys, yo. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right. Thanks for having me on, We too. are signing off. Definitely. We are signing off with this episode. Um. Go Lions. I mean, let's go. Peace out, boys. Peace. Chomp, chomp.